the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets! Brad, the big noise episode, here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed another edition of this hashtag tequila Thursday. Bartender, bartender, pour me an anejo stat of the Fade 5. Uh, we got a Thursday Night Football Affair uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, hi, Kenny Miller. How are you, our former uh, amigo there at Altitude TV, running the show behind the scenes uh, for that fine institution? Uh, we got Vikings. We got Eagles. It could be fly, Eagles, fly in this one. But whether it's in the NFL, Lundy, or Major League Baseball, Hong Kong, let's hop aboard the plus bus. Give me your favorite longer shot wager on the board tonight plus 100 odds or greater serve me up me amigo i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you what forget this starting off with my favorite i'm making everybody stay until bonus time for my favorite bet of the night hands down if i were in charge of this fade five this particular bet would occupy spaces one two and three it is absolutely my favorite bet i'm going to give it when we get to bonus time and it's on the diamond for tonight i will share that with you but uh brad by the way there's only like i think FanDuel's the only book that actually has a line for the bethune cookman miami game by the way which i'm not (laughs) touching i just think it's really funny that basically no one else gives a crap uh about that one uh bethune cookman by the way catch and 51 and a half. Wow. Uh, wow. As they go on the road against Miami, uh, which I think is hilarious. By the way, uh, that number actually opened higher and came down. Uh, so people wanted to apparently go with BC and take the points against Miami. Uh, but my favorite little plus odds to get us started, let's do a same game parlay for tonight between Memphis and Navy. Let me yes. take you to some Thursday night AAC action. Nice and simple, same game parlay at DraftKings. This gets you to a plus 108. I'm going to bring the line, which sits at a flat 14. I'm going to take Memphis minus nine and a half. I'm just going to bring it down and say Memphis just has to win by double figures. And then I'm going to take the total down to 41 and a half, and I'm going to play the over on that one. You put those two together, as I said, at DK, you're going to catch it at a plus 108. couple of reasons why. Memphis has beaten Navy four straight, and they've covered in three out of those four. So frankly, folks, I don't hate the line at the 14 because I think Memphis is going to be able to get it done, but I'm backing it down for purposes of the SGP and trying to not get greedy. The only time that Memphis did not cover. You got to go back to the COVID time in 2020 when the final was 10 to 7, okay? Memphis offense is much better than that this season. Veteran quarterback spread things out, deep threats that they've got, and Navy is trying to add in some passing wrinkles to that traditional yeah. triple option. But so far through the first two games, uh, that's a work in progress, okay? They're turning the barge, not a jet ski. It's going to take them a little (laughs) while. So I think Memphis is going to be able to put up the points. I do think Navy's going to score, but I think Memphis will put up the points. I think they'll cover this by double figures. So again, Memphis minus 9.5, alt total there, alt on the overall total, over 41.5, plus 108 at DK. I'm going to have more on that game and uh, my own SGP variety in bonus time a little bit later on in the program. And and real quick, let me throw this out there just as a reminder to everybody. 
College player props are not legal in Colorado, which is, as you know, if you've been a fan yeah. of the podcast, you know that's where I'm sitting here in the fine Mile High City, which is why you never hear me throw out college player props for you because I'm not eligible for them. They don't show up, and I try to live and die these bets with you guys, so I'm not going to throw something out there that I wouldn't also put my money on. So if you ever notice that I'm not using college player props, I just want everybody that's new to the podcast to know why, because Colorado is one of the states that doesn't allow it. Uh, They do allow it, Uh, and I have plentiful options in that Memphis uh, Navy game, but I'm going to go with some team props in that one in my SGP. Again, stick around, and I will reveal all the gory details in bonus time, but right now on the plus bus, honk, honk, let's go to the Thursday Night Football Affair and give me Rashad Penny. Yeah, man, for your thoughts. Anytime touchdown, best odds right now in the business at BetMGM at plus 275. Yeah, it gets seduced by that juice. Uh, no Kenneth Gainwell. Remember, in uniform tonight, dealing with a ribs injury. He was ruled out late yesterday. Sure, DeAndre Swift uh, is going to be part of this triumvirate backfield. Sure, Boston Scott is going to get some touches as well. And you have the ultimate goal line gremlin. His name is Hertz, Jalen, a guy who rushed for a pair of touchdowns. Uh, when, coincidentally, this team met the Vikings back in week two of last year. But I think Penny is going to get at least eight to ten touches on the ground. Remember last season, as a member of the Seattle Seahawks, he was numero uno among all eligible running backs and qualifying running backs and yards after contact per attempt at 4.23. He is a Montgomery Ward chest freezer with feet. I like to call him big and bulky can move some piles at five foot 11, 220 pounds. And last year too, he's uh, shown he's got some electricity in those legs and some explosiveness on the 57 rush attempts he had for Seattle. 10 of them went for 10 or more yards. So possibly could get a home run uh, that he could uh, launch one over the fence and over the goal line or take ball the belly inside the 10 and hammer one home. I don't care how he scores, Plus 275 if he does. And remember, Minnesota in week one, their rush defense in terms of EPAD ranked a mediocre number 18 in the NFL. So again, Penny, anytime touchdown, put on the board. Yes. Hopefully that one will cash in early and the tequila will go down ultra smooth. As a result, with those bets on the board, let's get after it on this Hashtag Tequila Thursday with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Numero Cinco on the countdown today. It's all Thursday Night Football all the time. Uh, every single one of these wagers. I'm going to start off with a less GP and get some even Steven money plus 100 on the board as a result. It's all tight ends uh, on this two-legger. Give me Dallas Goddard, uh, who had one measly target. He did not catch a stinking pass uh, despite running uh, a route like 92% of the time in week number one. I need four receptions. I think he is going to get force fed to establish a rhythm between him and Hertz in this game. And give me TJ Hawkinson, uh, who is one of the rare uh, fantasy football options at tight end that actually overachieved, I felt, in week number one. I need five or more receptions. So Dallas Goddard, four more catches. TJ Hawkinson, five or more catches, plus 100 available there at DraftKings. Let me give you a little bit more background on Goddard. Uh, Minnesota 
uh, in week one, uh, they only gave up a couple of uh, tight end receptions uh, for 19 yards on six targets. But again, uh, he ran around 92% of the time. The coaching staff is like, hey, we can't have him completely absent in the past game. And we know that him and Jalen Hurts, at least last year, had a nice little rapport. So I think in a game that could be a high scoring affair, total right now, most books sitting at 49. I believe Goddard will get those four catches. It could be a couple of uh, receptions on the first drive for Philly in this game. Meanwhile, with Hawk, uh, a monster game, as I mentioned, uh, in week numero uno, as he goes for uh, nine targets. Wow, eight receptions and only at 35 yards. But, you know, again, focus on the catches there. Eight receptions. Still a handsome result there, especially if you played in a fantasy PPR league. Philadelphia in week one, they struggled, bottling up the tight end. Uh, They were targeted nine times. They gave up eight receptions for 92 yards and a score. So I think ultimately both of these tight ends uh, will pummel the box score. Goddard gets four more grabs. Hawkinson, five or more receptions. Both those events occur, plus 100 at DraftKings. Lundy, you temporarily disappeared on me there. Uh, hopefully you're not going to do so on this wager. Fade or follow. Well, so uh, Goddard's going to appear uh, again in the same gamer coming up uh, here in bonus time. I'll share that one with you. So I'm going to go with you on the four receptions because it's going to tie in uh, to what I'm trying to do when we get to the SGP coming up in bonus time. Hawk always makes me a little nervous. As good as he is, you're sitting at five. Five I can live with. Five I can live with. Okay, I'm following on this one. Like I said, you had me. You had me at Goddard um, for <laughs> sure, just because I I really need that guy to not do what he did last week uh, and start throwing Krispy Kremes on the scoreboard. So uh, I'm all in for that one. Hawkinson, I get a little nervous. We may not get that fifth reception uh, until late third, early fourth, but – Hopefully, by the time the final gun sounds, we've got Hawk comfortably there. Plus 100, solid plus odds. Good, simple one to dip our toe because Brad and I sucked in week one, people. I, I want, we, we told you, we're always transparent. We own up to it. Brad, the NFL spreadsheet for me for week one. Folks, get ready. You might want to get uh, 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 like a, a bag uh, handy. I was one for 12. And I was equally in week one down 10 units, but let's get off on the right foot with this tight end SGP. Number four. Numero quattro, the feet five countdown on this Thursday night football edition. Get down with some AJ Brown and specifically on the over 25.5 yards for the longest reception. And if you use that 50% uh, boost, uh, if you opt in on it at uh, DraftKings uh, for specifically this matchup and apply it to this bet, it is a cool plus 125. And I say take advantage of that, uh, would you kindly? Uh, you look at A.J. Brown, uh, his longest uh, reception in week one was uh, south of this, but barely. 23 yards. He had the 10 targets for seven catches for 79 yards. So really an apple of Jalen Hurts' eye, and I think that's going to be the case, uh, working outside the hash marks along the boundary in this game. Remember last week, he still had a ridiculous 18.6 average depth of target. Uh, that was the fourth highest of any wide receiver in week numero uno. In terms of this uh, 25 and 
He went over this a number of times last season, specifically including the playoffs and that three-game run. Uh, he hit the over 13 of 20 games a year ago. Got to get uh, my distant cousin, uh, the Evans, who is uh, defending there in the backfield for the Minnesota Vikings. Maybe a little Byron Murphy as well. Evans allowed just a 6.0 yards per catch mark in week one. Murphy only 7.0. And overall, uh, this Minnesota secondary only conceded 5.09 yards per attempt. But that was to the noodle arm Baker Mayfield. It does not apply to the howitzer that is Jalen Hurts. And you know he's going to take at least a couple of shots on some explosive pass plays uh, with his long bomber specialist. And that is A.J. Brown. So, uh, Lundy, you got to go J.B. on uh, him with me and get down to some A.J. Brown on that over 25.5 yards. A longest catch with the odds boost at DraftKings and that profit accelerator plus 125. Good, sir. Fade or follow. Oh, man. I just don't like this one. I got to be honest with you. I just don't. I know he's going to take the shots downfield. I get it. You, you know, just, he, you know, F it. He's got to be down there somewhere. That well, let me of- ask you this. Let me ask okay. you this. Okay. Uh, Devontae Smith's a little bit lower. I think it's like uh, 19 and a half, 20 and a half, something around there in oh. the low 20s. Would oh. you rather have Devontae Smith on the no. over yards longest catch at a slightly lower rate or A.J. Brown? Well, actually, I'd rather have the one that I was saving for bonus time, but you've already, oh. you know, you've already put me on the pedestal. So let me do a little early bonus time here for you. Here's the one that I like. Uh, and it's because of what I can get over at FanDuel. Okay. Dallas Goddard's longest reception at almost every book is 19 and a half. At mm. FanDuel, it's 17 and a half, mm. and I'm playing the over on that. Last year during the regular season, he did that in eight of his 12 regular season games, and in one of the other four, he actually had one right at 17, um, and he did it in one of the three playoff games, and in one of the other two, he was right at 17. So I'm taking advantage of the fact that FanDuel is giving me a two-yard cushion on that one, and I'm bumping it down from the 19 and a half. I'll take it at 17 and a half at FanDuel. So I know you brought up uh, uh, Devonta Smith. I know we're talking about A.J. Brown here. My favorite of the longest receptions is to take advantage of that two-yard discrepancy, bounce over to FanDuel, and take Goddard. All right, he's going to go Dallas Goddard, but I am doing the splits on a little A.J. Brown over 25 and a half yards, a longest catch. Number three. All right, new more trace here on the Fade Five. Let's talk about uh, the most prominent fantasy football name in this game. Uh, and, you know, no uh, knock on Jalen Hurts by any stretch of the imagination or A.J. Brown, for that matter. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, top five guy at his position, A.J. Brown, top ten. But the top taco, you could argue, not only a wide receiver, but maybe in all of fantasy football, is Justin Jefferson, and man, did he detonate in week numero uno, uh, going for 12 targets, nine receptions, and a buck 50. Uh, Lundy, the over-under on receiving yards is available at FanDuel at 94 and a half, and dare I say it, I am fading JJ, who is not going to be dynamite in this game at minus 112 on that juice. Why? 
Big play Darius Slay uh, is probably going to blanket and shadow him uh, the entire game. Uh, James Bradbury is out. Uh, he is not going to play. They're going to slide one of their starting safeties into the quarterback position. Still a lot of talent, though, in this defensive backfield. Uh, another concern that I have is a Minnesota offensive line could be down a number of starters in this game against an aggressive pass rush at the Eagles feature. So uh, the he could be dialed up on Kirk Cousins. Will he even have the time to chuck one down the field to Justin Jefferson? That is TBD. But even if he does, I don't think he's going to get there because Slay uh, only allowed 8.3 uh, yards per catch in week number one. And we know he has been over the last several years one of the top cover corners in the league and a guy generally speaking uh, when you have a top weapon on the opposing roster is very comfortable being an island corner and playing mano e mano defense as a shadow as a potential shutdown i don't think he's going to do that necessarily in this game but i think his numbers a wee bit too aggressive based on that explosive week one performance for Justin Jefferson. Remember last year, 12 targets, six catches, 48 yards against Philadelphia in week number two. So with all that information, Lundy, fade or follow. Am I going to sorely regret this? Under on Justin Jefferson, 94.5 receiving yards. Pulled that for Fandle, minus 112. What you got for me? No, but you're going to sweat, dude. You are going to see Music Factory, this damn thing. You are going to be sweating this one tonight because I think he's actually going to push right around 88 to 90. So mm. you're going to be crossing your fingers that he doesn't wind up with something that gets him up over this number. So I do like it because I think he's going to finish in the upper 80s is probably where he's going to finish out. Um, so I will follow on this one, but I will tell you it is one that I am damn nervous about because I do think he is going to be really damn close to this number. Oh, baby, I'm already pulling up at all the wrong places. Number two. Numero dos here on the Fade of Five Countdown. Uh, let's go with a kicker. Yes, they are people. They uh, honestly do exist. And I'm going to go with Jake Elliott. Give me the over. Not on field goals made, but on PATs split through the uprights. I'm going to send it two and a half. A little bit higher juice at DraftKings at minus 145. But I am willing to slap the leather on this player because I think this one is going to cash. You look at Elliott. Uh, a guy that last season uh, was 53 of 55. So he did miss a couple extra points. Laces out. Laces out. Whoever is holding the rock. And hopefully it's not going to get blocked or, you know, it's going to be a wounded duck. Uh, hit the upright and repel off of it. But uh, as long as it splits through, uh, he should be able to score this. Because I believe the Eagles are going to score at least three touchdowns in this game. He went over this again last season in the regular season. So 17 games, 10 times um you look at minnesota uh 20 points at tampa bay in week number one as i mentioned uh just 5.09 pass yards for attempt only 2.58 yards per carry the running back position but in terms of epa defense uh per play again they were just a mediocre number 18 and uh mike clay projected this unit to be a bottom half collective Entering the regular season, so it's only a one-game sample size. I'm going to gloss over uh, some of the specific numbers that they allowed there because I believe uh, Elliott's going to hit three extra points, which he did in that matchup week two of last year against the same Minnesota Vikings. Eh?
team. So Jake Elliott over two and a half PATs, minus 145 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. I don't like the juice. I like the bet. I don't like the juice. How come we can't get caught? I need more money. That's what I need. I just told <laughs> one in 12, Brad. One in 12. Yeah. One in, oh, one in, one in 12. I mean, I feel like the Wicked Witch in the Wizard of Oz. I'm melting. I melt. That's what's happening to me right now. So I need, I need more love than minus 145. Can't I pair this with something? Give me something with plus odds. Brad, I'm desperate. I'm on tilt. Oh, man, uh, find a way to SGP it somewhere. Maybe somebody offers it. Jake Elliott, whether it is a single wager, a leg of a parlay, or they take the over of PATs. Number one. Numero uno here on the Feed of Five podcast on the Sasha Tequila Thursday. It hurts so good. Come on, Jalen, make it hurt so good through the air. I'm going to take the over one and a half passing touchdowns, minus 120 available, best odds at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, everywhere else, this is uh, way juiced up. I think the highest I saw was minus 145 this morning uh, across uh, the various books, uh, this wager being offered. So FanDuel minus 120 right now. Take advantage of that lighter juice. Not quite seduced by the juice material, but still uh, quite sexy. Uh, at minus 120. Uh, Hertz, I think, is going to do this with relative ease. Could actually hit in the first half. Uh, remember, Mike Clay, as I discussed, uh, preseason projected this secondary to be the ninth worst in the NFL. Uh, I think they overachieved in week one, giving up that 5.09 pass yards per attempt. Uh, 2 1 Baker Mayfield and just a buck 73 through the air. Evans specifically just a 42.4 passer rating allowed. Uh, Byron Murphy, though, uh, he was targeted five times and he gave up five receptions. Uh, so he has that flammable ability. He may get burned in this game, whether lined up against Savanta Smith or AJ Brown, or maybe Dallas Goddard gashes his defense. Across the middle of the field, which uh, Lonnie and I wholeheartedly believe, uh, Jalen Hurts was top 12 after week one in a just completion percentage and was top seven in average depth of target with a 9.3 mark. He went over this eight, eight times in the regular season last year, though in that matchup against Minnesota in week two, he had one passing touchdown and two running scores. Uh, and that's always a threat with him. Or is, the, is really the damage he can do with the legs. But tonight, I believe he's going to flex some muscle and go airborne for a couple of strikes to the end zone. Give me that over. One and a half passing touchdowns, minus 120 in FanDuel. My top play, Lundy. Fade or follow. I'll follow on this one, but I'm doing it somewhat reluctantly because there's part of me that believes it's going to be one passing, one rushing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That there's going to be one of those where he's rolling out and, you know, somebody's blanketed Goddard. He can't find him in the back of the end zone. And Hertz just says, oh, screw it. And he starts running. Like, I'd almost rather create out of this, Brad, an SGP for one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown, and mm -hmm. avoid this one. I think there's a great opportunity that he does. This correlates back to what you were talking about with Jake Elliott. Uh, and the PATs, so it could be that it's two through the air, one on the ground, uh, but there is that part of me that gets a little bit nervous about him just winding up with one, and then there's some other handoffs and things like that that wind up uh, happening, because you already talked about, I mean, look, we talked about Penny, 
Um, we, we've talked about Jalen being able to do it with his legs. That's where I get nervous about the idea of two passing touchdowns for him. So I might find a way to involve one plus and make it into an SGP instead. Well, hopefully he's going to flex that bicep and not the quads. I mean, the guy squats uh, beer kegs in the gym, uh, but still, I'll take the over on one and a half passing touchdowns. All right, Lundy, let's move on. It's bonus time. Uh, you uh, pay to be curious uh, because you have got a monstrous wager <laughs> in Major League Baseball that you were highly confident on. And dare I say I'm going to fade it because you're highly confident on it? Oh, Dude, yeah. Chair. No, no, no. Fade, fade the shit out of it, Brad. The only, <laughs> advantage we, the only advantage we've got is I talked about how crappy the NFL plays were for me for week one. But we've also joked here on the pod, if you're watching us on YouTube, we've joked about it here on the video as well, that you have given up on Major League Baseball. I continue to yeah. bet it, and I continue ah. to make money there, thank God, uh, because it's the only thing that is packing some money into my account given the idea that uh, uh, I, I'm losing so much in the NFL. Before we leave the Thursday night game, though, let me throw uh, something at you. I already gave you the over that I like on the longest reception for Goddard. Remember, I'm doing that one because of the two-yard cushion that FanDuel is giving us by having the number all the way down to 17.5. Brad, this one is not sexy, but at FanDuel, because of the difference uh, uh, in terms of the numbers that they give me that I can incorporate into a same-game parlay, this one gets me to plus 116 on a four-legger. And all of these are extremely achievable. Follow along with me, folks, uh, with this one. These are all receiving yards. Ready? Dallas Goddard, 25 or more. And then Devonta Smith, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, all of them at 40 or more. You with me on that? J.J., oh, yeah. A.J., Smith, all 40 or more, Goddard, 25 or more, plus 116 at FanDuel. The reason I like that is if you go over to DraftKings, the lowest threshold that you can grab on some of those receivers is actually 50. But over, even though I do kind of like the 50 number for a couple of those guys, over at FanDuel, I can buy myself a 10-yard cushion, and on that four-legger, I still wind up in positive territory. So I would play that one, again, plus 116 at FanDuel. Now let me get to baseball for you, and I've got one pick I want to throw out first, and then I'll give you my two favorites. Over in uh, the earned run category, shall we say, let's talk about, uh, and some of these are early afternoons, so keep an eye out for it. Kyle Bradish over one and a half earned runs as he takes on Tampa Bay. Same thing for Adrian Hauser. Milwaukee taking on Miami. Miami has only scored three runs in the three-game series so far against Milwaukee. However, some of it has been dumb luck. In last night's game, they managed to get eight hits, but they only turned it into a couple of runs. I think they're going to be able to do better than that. So again, if I take Hauser and I take Bradish, each of them over one and a half earned runs, that one at DraftKings as a two-legger is a plus 158. Now my favorite one of the night, Brad Wilmer Flores of your San Francisco Giants will be just north of where I'm sitting right now to take on the Colorado Rockies as they get started on their series. Chase Anderson will be on the bump for Colorado and Mr. Anderson is not good. He has in two appearances against San Francisco this season, a 9.35 ERA against the Giants. Oh, it is barf. absolutely putrid. Combine that with the fact that in his games against Colorado this year, 
Flores is batting a crispy 370, including going three for four with a home run last Friday against the Rockies. In five of the last six games he's played against Colorado, he's had at least one hit. And in fact, he's got at least one hit in six of his last seven. And in one of those, all he did was pinch hit. He loves playing the Rockies this season with his batting average. So we are going to cash on a plus 135 for Flores to have an RBI against those Colorado Rockies tonight. And he might do it with one swing of the bat and just send one over the wall because Chase Anderson sucks. Okay. (laughs) So take advantage of it with Wilmer Flores. Again, he loves playing the Rockies. And remember, by the way, he was doing a lot of those hits by the bay where it's a lot harder to get hits. Now he's going to come to that expansive outfield of Coors Field. Good God. It's going to look like wide open fields in Western Kansas to him to be able to find open. So take it plus 135 on that RBI. And one other one that I found literally while we were doing the pod Chase Anderson's over under for his earned runs is two and a half. And the over, the over is plus 115. Wow. Dude, I just told you guys in two appearances against San Francisco, he has a 935 ERA, including the fact that he gave up six earned runs in three and a third innings last Saturday to them. Do you hear me losing my voice telling you to follow? So uh, everybody fade me because I love these bets way too much, which means they are absolutely going to suck ass. But there you go. I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. No, just when you think I'm out, he's pulling me back in with Wilmer Flores and that Chase Anderson wager. Oh, that's delightful. I kind of like that. I might tell you on both those, they are on the diamond. All right, let's go to the team. Huevos. Parlay play the day. I'll go rapid fire style. You don't need any content. Text here, really. Uh, Devonta Smith, 50-plus receiving yards for all the reasons we mentioned earlier. A.J. Brown, also, same logic applies. 60-plus receiving yards. Jalen, hurts so good. Oh, Jalen, make it hurt so good. You're going to do so with the legs. Uh, there's that anytime touchdown. So if uh, you're buying what Lenny is selling, one through the air, one on the ground, uh, there you go, that is covered. And then T.J. Hawkinson will take it from five sections down to three receptions, plus 360. Oh, you get Lucy with that juicy and gets a deuce by it at DraftKings on that team. Juevos parlay play of the day. All right, elsewhere here in bonus time. Uh, Lundy, uh, let's go uh, back to the NFL. I got one more wager in that game that just showed up as we were taping the Fade 5 podcast this morning. I told the Rashad Penny's going to have a roll. I think he's going to get around 8 to 10 balls of belly in this game. His rush yards prop is just 29 and a half. That is it. And it's a very low threshold for him to cross. And the best juice in which it opened at was at FanDuel on the over at minus 110. So I am locking and loading that and correlate, synergize, and bring it all together with that anytime touchdown that I talked about in the plus buzz at the top of the broadcast. All right, 
I also mentioned I have an SGP in that Memphis Navy game. Here are my three legs. I'm with Lundy. I took Memphis down to minus nine and a half on the spread. I also have Memphis to score at least 24 points because the Navy defense has been lousy north of 100 in past DEPA. Uh, number 103 specifically, Seth Hannigan, who's completed 73.6% of his attempts, should have a field night at home against the midshipmen. And they give me Navy because garbage time counts the same. They're going to score 10 points or more. I believe that. I know Memphis has been a top five defense, according to EPA. Uh, but again, they're going to have this game in hand. Uh, maybe trot out some of the backups, and Navy will punch one in late, get a field goal at some point, and score at least 10 points. So Memphis... Minus nine and a half, Memphis 24 more points, and Navy 10 or more points, plus 110. Put that together at DraftKings Sportsbook. And then finally, oh, Lundy, you said I gave up on baseball. I turned my glove in. You're wrong. Yeah. I've got a Kodai single wager because I have to. When I see Kodai single on the mound, this is an auto bet for me. All season long here on the Fade Five, you know what it is. It's strikeouts and it's walks specific to Singa. I say he issues at least two walks against Arizona and strikes out at least six Diamondbacks. You slap those two together. It's plus 110 at DraftKings. A little context here. Arizona number 18 and based on ball uh, percentage here last couple of weeks and number 15 at K-rate. Not by the barrel, but uh, middle of the pack in both those categories. And Singa has hit both of these thresholds, two or more walks or six or more Ks in a start 15 of 26 times this season. So there you have it. Cherry on top of the proverbial Sunday. We are done here on the Feed 5 Podcast. Do us a favor. If you enjoy uh, this broadcast, drop us a little rate and or review, would you kindly? Uh, Give us some thumbs up. There, if you're consuming this bad boy on YouTube, also feed and follow us or follow us on uh, the X slash the Twitter at Nate Lundy uh, in my account at Noisy Huevos for the outstanding Nate Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Let's go, Rashad Penny. <laughs>